Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Welcome back to the Paddle and Fin Podcast Network. We're brought to you by Yak Gadget. For all your kayak fishing accessories, Go to yakgadget.com. Pelican cases, coolers, and lighting. Go to pelican.com. The 153 Bait Company. For all your hard and soft bait needs, go to the 153anglers.com. Now let's get this show started. What's going on? Facebook Live, YouTube, how we doing? It's Thursday, the week is almost over. I am glad to see you all here. We got some awesome, awesome hosts in the house tonight, along with our special guest, Mr. Matt Gibson. Why can't we be friends, bro? Uh, go down in that lower left-hand corner, click that share button. Let's get some folks in here. Uh, we got some great topics, man. These past couple of shows have been great. A lot of feedback, a lot of good questions coming through the chat, a lot of opinions. Uh, it's been great discussions. So uh, I'm excited for tonight. Uh, we got uh, some some hot topics on the books. Nicholas Beltran's in the chat. What's up, brother? Go follow him, man. Fishing Tackle Adventures on YouTube. He's putting out some great content. Follow him on Facebook, Instagram. All that good stuff. Um, I did a podcast with him back around iCast. You can always go back and check that out in the library. Jay Randall's not here tonight, folks. Uh, he'll be back soon. He uh, had some medical issues. Everything is looking looking better. Had a little surgery. It's all good. He's all good. He's at home resting. So thoughts with uh, our brother from another mother, Mr. Jay Randall. So let's get these folks in here. Tonight, the lineup is Mr. Brad Hicks. Hey, hey. Mr. Dustin Doodoo Nichols. What's up? What's up? 
Christopher Slifka. What's going on? And the man, the myth, the legend. He likes to call himself greatness. Mr. Matt. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think you have that reverse, man. That's you. <laughs> Every time I call Brian, he answers greatness. <laughs> <laughs> That's a running joke. It's a running joke. Uh, Mr. DeVries is in the house. What's up, my friend? If uh, if you guys aren't uh, following Eastport Marina, go give those guys a follow if you're looking for a nice fishing destination. Give the good folks down at Eastport Marina, down there on Dale Hollow in Tennessee, a shout. But, um, man, got some hot topics. The, the chat started to get a little hot tonight. Um, you know, we... Who brought it up? Was it Susie? I think it was Susie Roloff. Yeah, it was Susie. <laughs> brought it up. Uh, she she saw a comment from our ex officiato, Mr. Ryan Milford, uh, over there on the old KBNs. But uh, somebody brought up uh, pro tours and pro tour fishing, and you know what that means for the sport. Is it good? Is it bad? Uh, are we there yet? Things of that nature. Uh, Mr. Milford didn't want it because he thought it would ruin it, and I don't understand his mode of thinking on that. Um, I tried to read through his comments, but it was a bunch of gibberish. Sorry, Ryan. But uh, uh, we'll start off with uh, we'll start off with Slifka because I know he was in that conversation, and then we'll jump to Brad, and then Dustin, and then Matt. Yeah, well, I was saying, you know, the it would make it better. A pro series or anything, any type of spotlight on the sport itself obviously makes it better. Whether you're a tournament fisherman or not, it kind of trickles down. It's the reason why some of these people have, you know, the, the sponsorships they have through the bass fishing, through the boat tournaments and everything. The reason these companies have money is because the pros on those series and it kind of trickled down. It trickles down to the younger levels, and it trickles down to high school and everything else, as far as like sponsorships and everything. So we need more instead of less. Right on, right on, Mister Hicks. You had some strong opinions that were a little bit of the opposite side of that. No, I I, I agree with what Chris is saying. I mean, but I'm not a tournament <coughs> angler, so sure. I'm like. I'm I'm with Ryan. Like, I understand. Like, he's afraid that'll come. It, kayak fishing will become more like the boater side. I, I can see that. I don't know if it will get as crazy, but I can see where he's coming from. Um, I I don't know, dude. I'm not a tournament guy, so I don't really care one way or the other if it grows or not. I'm you know I'm just here for a good time, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds kind of dirty. I like it. Dustin? Uh, yeah, I'm I'm all for the growth. You know, there, there's going to be growth no matter what. I mean, you've seen it in leaps and bounds the past, past few years. But the fact of the matter is, you're always going to have grassroots events. Those are not going to go away. Those are not going to go away. That's what feeds to your bigger trails to becoming, you know, going out nationally and chasing stuff. Is your anglers that, that that excel in these local trails and want to step out the comfort zone and go try against other people in different regions and then eventually maybe travel across the country? That's what feeds this stuff. That's the root of of tournaments is the grassroots. I'm telling you, that's it. 
Absolutely. On another note, the pro side of things is kind of the tricky thing. I mean, because you got influencers and YouTubers with more followers than some of these pro have, pros have, and you're seeing them getting bigger contracts and getting paid and monetized stuff more than some of these pros are. That's why a lot of the pro guys on the boat side jumped on YouTube and started recording their tournaments and building a following there too. Because sure. they have, you have so much reach through that platform. I mean, and that's, I mean, it's free. Well, any, videos, you know? any social media platform, yeah, I think same. really, you yeah. know, uh, when you all break it down, <clears throat> Mr. Gibson, I mean, you know, you're part of a grassroots club. You help run IKA Indiana kayak anglers. Yeah. Um, so I'm sure you could relate to what Dustin's saying. What are, what are your thoughts, man? So I didn't, I didn't see Ryan's post or anything, but I, I kind of get the, uh, get, get it through what you guys are saying. And <clears throat> I don't know, part of me is, is all for it and, and really happy and, and really, uh, glad that, that the sport's moving forward. But then another part of me is, man, we are cutting the, the, the piece of the pie shorter and shorter every time a new tour, tournament organization shows up. So and that's it. And I don't know if that's bad. I don't know if that's good, True. you know, but, but it, so, it definitely is splitting some, some smaller uh, grassroots organizations. I mean, it's bound to happen. Yeah. Yeah. And I completely agree with that. Um, I want, uh, I was listening to, uh, Brad and Josh's podcast today, you know, and, you know, Brad brought up, uh, in the, in the group chat that, you know, in Ohio, their, uh, bodies of water are pretty small. Right. And now they're having, you know, 60, 70 person events, and it's like every 10 yards down the bank is a kayak or a boat or whatever it may be, you know? So that's a thing too. And and you guys were discussing like the paddle and fin trail series. Well, it, like in Indiana, for instance, I mean, how many clubs you guys got and, and not only that, but let's mention grubby who has a, you know, five or six tournaments on different bodies of water throughout Indiana, you know? So you can almost count each body of water as is it is its own separate club. I mean, if you look at Indiana, it's just overflowing with with tournament opportunities. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, there's uh, there's multiple chances or multiple opportunities in Indiana right now. Every weekend, to fish a tournament. Susie, your mic's okay. kind of tweaking. I'm gonna pull you out real quick and see if you can reset that. We got Nicholas Beltran in the house. What's up, What's up everybody? What's up, man? What's going on, man? Guys, we're going to leave me like by myself there in the chat. Just <laughs> I felt like I felt like I had to I had to get on. I had to come on and join you guys. What's up, Dustin? What's up, Brad? What's, going on? What's, What's up, up? Matt? What's up, guys? I'm good. I'm good. I'm doing so well. you you fish kayak anglers of Florida, right? Uh, used to, but yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm known for, for fishing the, uh, the trail that we had started it down here in South Florida and then it kind of branched off into the entire state, but, uh, I fished that for about a year, but it's still going on, still kicking. Yeah. Right on, right on. You got any thoughts as far as like pro tour and what it does for the sport, man? Um, I mean, it, the only thing it's going to do is just innovate what we already, what we started with, what already the boat, uh, the, co the competition for boats and stuff like that are same, same kind of concept, same growth, same. It's almost like 
it's 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 growing faster than what the bro the boat competition of uh, arena you know got to you know it's 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 blown up in like what is it four years now that we're talking about pro tours and stuff like that for kayaks it's crazy. sure 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 sorry yeah, guys man. i'm just looking at my screen right now to see if it's well do you guys hear me well yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah right, you're cool. good man cool, cool. yeah i mean kbf had their first pro tour and what was that 2019 19, and that yeah. that kind of faded away that was you know not really a failure i think it just was uh it just wasn't successful it just wasn't yeah. there it wasn't its own entity it was something that was thrown on top of the trail series and I was thinking about this after seeing the conversations and stuff. I remember, I think me and Brad did a podcast with uh, uh, Kurt Smith, right? Like yeah, way yep. back in the day. And he was talking about East West Harbor. And in the regular trail event, I think he took sixth or eighth, but then he won the Pro Tour. And he was like, I feel like I just cheated everybody because I had a few extra bucks, <laughs> yeah. bucks to throw in the pot. Yeah, And that same instance happened to me up at... Uh, the Madison Trail, you know, like I think I took eighth overall. Well, should have been seventh or eighth, I think. And then because of some bullshit that happened behind the screens, I ended up getting bumped down a spot. But I took second in the Pro Tour, and it was like, this doesn't feel right, you know? Yeah. But I, th I think but, they're planning on doing that again next year, aren't they? Like piggybacking off of trails. I don't know if it's going to be piggybacked off the trail or if it's going to be separate. I don't know if that kind of detail was released, but uh, we got Susie in here too, Mrs. TD. So you you started this mess. So throw, <laughs> your, throw your two cents in there. Uh, what have I missed so far? No, we're just talking about Pro Tour. Uh, good, bad uh, thoughts on it. Oh, like and, the, the KBF Pro Tour? Well, just pro a uh, pro tour in general, or just a pro tour in general. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, there's been some different conversations I've seen running around the threads. Um, so I know <laughs> the KBF Pro Tour is going to be coming back next year, and then um, there was chat about um, in the nation about you know what would it look like or how would it be set up, you know, for kayak anglers to be like a pro. <laughs> thing kind of like the big bass world you know and there were sure. some very interesting you know mixed comments in there yeah. <laughs> you know as far as like opinions and whatnot you know but it, it a, a lot of things definitely need to happen in order for you know kayak fishing to be at like an elite and pro level you know i mean unless you're like you know, Jody Queen or Drew Gregory, you know, winning consistent tournaments. But then again, well, you know, it, it can just be stupid luck too. You know, yeah. you can use some of that for your income, but, you know, trails and stuff right now, we definitely don't have the payouts, you know, to like, quote unquote, make a living for it. Now, you know, I don't know what figures are as far as what it takes to compete in like elite boat tournament type things. But like, I know the prizes for some of those, you know, can be anywhere from like 100,000, 250,000, that type yeah. of thing. So, you know, a lot of people were saying, well, you just got to win one or two of those and you'll be fine. But then I'm like, is it really though? No. Because yeah, you got to think about the amount of, 
you know, gear you're going to need. I mean, are you using your own boat or are you using like a boat that's provided for you? Rods, reels, gas, uh, not only for the boat, but for your vehicle as well. Lodging, maintenance. food, yep. maintenance. Exactly. You have all of these different variables that take into effect when it comes to being like an elite and a pro. And even then you have to go to like a level way, way up there to like, yep. you know, not only promote yourself, get your name out there, you know, and in today's society and standards, you know, you got to have like the social media presence out there. You know, you got to have YouTube channel. I'm not saying that you have to, but in order to really set yourself apart and make yourself, you know, known to the communities out there, you know, you got to have the content and, you know, whether it's like podcasting or YouTube or Instagram or all the above, you know, you need all of those things to yeah. get additional sponsors as well, because some sponsors may cover just your entry fees. Some of them might cover, you know, some of your rods and reels. And that might be either you get a certain amount per year or you get a certain percentage off per year. You know, there's all these different stipulations and things that come into play when it comes to these types of things. So like when you think about bass boat world compared to the kayak world, mm -hmm. there is a huge monetary difference between those. For two. sure. But yeah. Like, like you're definitely saying that there's there in the discussion, you know, it's like, well, Hey, is it going to be a thousand dollar entry fee? Is it going to be 5,000? And who's right. going to be able to pay up front seven events at $5,000 a pop or exactly. seven events at a thousand dollars a pop. And that's when, you know, you see it over and over. Uh, you need support to the trails from non-endemic sponsors. Yes. You need some, something outside of the kayak world to come in, freaking Takis or something like that, Mountain Dews. I mean, this has been said over yes. and over, and that's totally what mm -hmm. I see. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yep. Yeah, but I have, I have faith that that's going to happen later on. I have faith that that's going to happen. I mean, it, we're only going to be rolling that way anyway. We, we almost did that about a year ago or two years yeah. ago, I believe. So it's 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 getting there. We just, you know, it, it's it's just time. Yeah, I mean, in the in the big boat world, in the most successful anglers, right, like they're not surviving off of tournament winnings. They're uh, surviving off of – you know, partnership deals, sponsorship deals, media deals, things like that. You know, that's their bread and butter. Yeah, a lot of that's paying for their entry fees. But at, at the same time, you know, uh, that's what's keeping them afloat. You know, I remember just recently because Seth Fire won uh, Angler of the Year this year. He did a podcast with Mike Iaconelli and he discussed like for years he struggled struggled like he was to the point where he was going to walk away and quit and then he won uh i think it was an event in new york i believe and that gave him the boost to keep going and um you know he remembered when he when he finally qualified for the elite series through the opens 
you know, he's like, all right, great. I'm going to get a bunch of sponsors. <laughs> That's not how it works. And he, he learned that the hard way, <laughs> yeah. you know, and, um, you know, I, I think you're totally right, Susie, as far as like, you got to make, make your name a household name, yeah. um, whether it be through social media or YouTube or, some kind of killer promotional deal with a company that's blasting your face and your name all over the place. You know, um, I, I think that's the, uh, the huge thing there. I mean, what do you guys think about all that stuff? Oh yeah. I, 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 get, Hicks. I, I get super, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, go ahead, Gibson. Go ahead. No, I, I was, I'm just going to say, I get super ner- nervous when big organizations get involved. Mm-hmm. Uh, sure. Not not saying the bass or anybody's doing a, a bad job, but when those larger organizations are there to to make money off of the anglers, uh, that's when I start getting a little uh, uh, cautious. You know, a, a lot of grassroots tournaments they're 100 percent payback. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's not going to happen that way with. Well, I think we had that argument before, too, in in relation to Bass, because it was with Armando, because he had his panties in a bunch that Bass was taking, like, (laughs) what was it, like, eight grand or six grand out of the prize pool for the championship or something like that. Um, You know, I mean, you're spot on. Like, you know, you're paying X amount of money. And you would expect that to be in the prize pool, but at the same time, you got to pay for all these other things, right? Yeah. So, you know, there's got to be some kind of medium balance. And right now, you don't have endemic sponsors paying for those those fees. So it's coming out of the prize pool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. It'll get there though, I I think. But like I said, I'm just I'm just a regular guy. I'm a spectator. That's that's what I consider myself a spectator. So I don't care, bro. I, don't care. I counted. I counted on your podcast today, Brad. You said I don't care five times. I think it was. Yeah. Only five times. I, I listened to that one. <laughs> Only five times. That's actually pretty good. That was good. That was good. That, I was. I was saying that as a compliment. But I mean, let, let's go to Dustin, right? Because Dustin, you got a. a pretty extensive resume and i always like to use you as a great example but you do a ton of stuff man whether it be social media photos uh writing articles like things like that i mean your name came up in one of the conversations i think uh jay was actually here so it was a few shows ago but you know we were talking about like utilize like you write what is it? Two articles a month or something? Yeah, maybe two or three. Sometimes it all depends on what who I'm going to submit some stuff to. There's a couple of local publications in Texas, regional stuff. I submit some stuff to. Um, yeah, you get freaking brain writer's block, man. You got to come up with ideas and come up. You know, normally it's about what's been going on the past few weeks. Like I just re- wrote wrote about a fall transition of the redfish and the speckled trout, and just kind of go over some baits and kind of stuff like that. I'm not really into the giving like fishing reports. Like that's basically what one of the publications is, but I like to go a little more in depth and help sure. people too. So, but yeah, it's, a, it's such a weird game, man. <laughs> I mean, coming from surfing and skateboarding and having yeah. sponsors, that's it was sponsors. It wasn't no yeah. pro- promotional staff. I mean, yeah. I had board sponsor. I had, you know, 
Well, you can get on flow block. teams. With yeah, skateboards. you can get on flow with skateboard teams. They yeah. send you some wheels, a couple decks, and this and that. Huh. This, I've been around that forever. I was freestyle, you know, Alita wetsuit side, California. I had some sunglass sponsors, multiple of those back in the day. And in the tone of conversation I learned over the years was you don't go in there and say, well, hey, this is obvious. I got this and this. And then, you know, this is what y'all going to do for me. That don't work, you know. The main sure. thing is, let's go ahead and, and use a product you believe in. If you have something you absolutely believe in, you use that product and you share the crap out. Man, I'm tearing them up on this and you post pictures and you do this. And eventually that company's going to reach out when they see what's going on. Or when you do contact them, they're like, oh, yeah, you share our pictures all the time. You know, you do it. You sharing this gear all the time, you know. And that's what they're looking for. That That's totally what they're looking for. They're looking for somebody that's going to there's a re- ROI, return on investment. They're going to invest something in you, and you're going to have to return on that on that note. You're going to have to pay that Just back work. by promotional aspects of it. You know, there's a whole different thing out there to, to pro staff and then sponsorships. Sponsorships, you're getting paid. There's some, you know, been fortunate to to come on board with a few companies that, that, that lead that lean that way. You know, and, and the thing is, saltwater events. You know, we're not, I mean, we got some pretty big ones here and there, but they're not quite as big as as, as the bass side of things. Sure. Um, you sure, do have sure, some sure. larger events that get thrown here and there. Um, but, I mean, there's still a lot of saltwater guys that are don't like the CPR aspect, you know. Right, right, right. Dealing with that right now with KSS, you know, with the championship. You know, they're, they're, who knows? <laughs> <laughs> you know, the CPR thing, the manipulation of the tail, the way you can position it. I mean, everybody can do it unless you go to hands off, which I mean, that'd be great. Because normally when I measure my fish in bass tournaments, I lay them down at an angle on a catch X board and take the hand off and get a picture and let them go. Well, Dustin, now they're trying to implement. Um, sorry to interrupt you, yeah. but now they're trying to implement a video now. So now it's video. Yeah, the um, video like after nothing, you release. Like nothing, nothing gets you know uh, overlooked. So that that's that's interesting, right? Because I had a thought on that too, right? Like I, I understand the aspect of the video thing. I think it's a, a nice added thing, but. Mm-hmm. You know, kayaks were catch photo release, you know, it's good for the fish, this and that. But when you think about it, bass boat guy catches a fish, he immediately unhooks it, throws it in a live well. Now you got kayak anglers trying to get every stinking quarter inch out of a fish (laughs) on a board with the fish flopping around and they're fumbling around with a camera And, and then they finally get a photo. Now you got to switch camera to video, <laughs> record that fish on the board, releasing yeah. it into the water. So is it better? Is it worse? Like, is it going to play a detriment to the fish? Like, I mean, it anybody got any thoughts it. on that? It's going to depend on the angler. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I mean, let, let's be honest, right? We got a couple smallmouth guys in here, Gibson, Hicks, Slifka, you know, like. Them little bad-tempered things, man. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's just it. And they're fragile. They're yeah, fragile. They they're way more fragile than a largemouth. So now you're in a river tournament or, you know, on one of these, uh, you know, deep lakes that hold smallmouth. Uh, you, you're fumbling around for three, four minutes with a smallmouth out of water. What's that going to do? You know? Yeah, I've always worried about that uh, fish in the river. It's crossed my mind. 
I don't know. I, you know, I don't know the science behind it or anything, but well, why not? I'm sure some of them don't. I don't know. I'm sure some of them don't make it. Why aren't you? Why are you here? <laughs> <laughs> because I'm here for a good time. <laughs> this is a great question too. Yeah, uh, D. Andrew Watson's asking: Can you capture your submission pick from the video? Yes, um, I believe you yeah. can. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I touched on I, that. I, last... iPhones, you can. I have that on my Android. You can. Will it yeah, still have the location? Yes, the, it should. Be. It should because it should all be integrated. Yeah. yeah, because yeah. your sure. camera, depending on how your settings are, at least Android wise, because I have an Android. Um, once you set your location services, regardless of what you take a video or a picture, panorama, or whatever, it should all be integrated into it. Hmm. Yeah. Yep. So, I mean, Matt. just to, just to include here, I, I actually dabbled into like helping judge uh, fish, um, like like Brian said that when I was in the uh, kayak anglers of Florida, I had a I had a bunch of experience. I learned uh, um, helping to. Um, Establish that trail and learning about judging, learning about fish, learning about, you know, capture, photo release and stuff like that. And I got to tell you, um, to, to, to be real honest with you guys, these guys don't take it lightly. I mean, as far as judging the fish and as far as making sure that all the photos and all your, your catches and everything are on point. I mean, ju the, the fact that we've listened to all these things that's happened, like with Ron Champion and all these uh, they just build up misconceptions of how people cheat and all that stuff, but they're they're really strict about those things. And I and I firsthand have seen it and judged it. And it, it, <laughs> you would have to really cheat really hard to to do something crazy like that. So. Yeah, I mean, we got a term in paddle and fin. It's called uh, being Susie cued, and uh, she's a pretty strict <laughs> judge. Like, dude, like, I I had a mouth, friend that was like, yeah, sorry. that mouth better not be cracked. Or you're in trouble. <laughs> I had a friend good. that said, "Man, good. Susie's really tough uh, judge of yeah. fish." I was like, "Good." <laughs> I'm, I'm so I've fished multiple turns that, that Susie's judged, and I've never had an issue, not one. Yeah, Ever. neither have I. But but also, I think some of that's because I've judged a sh shit ton of fish before. Yeah. So I I know how it feels to sit in that chair and, yeah. and trying to judge a fish and going, "Man, I just don't see it." And then adding this video thing, honestly, that's – I don't know, man. I feel like yeah. that's, that's just more to more to do. From, from a tournament director and judge standpoint, I could potentially see it becoming a standard if, you know, the cheating issues become more and more frequent. You know, there's people who are going to the lengths of modifying their phone data – into their pictures so that they can either, you know, adjust the location, adjust the time, you know, who, who knows what else, you know, depending on what kind of a tournament it is. So, you know, I could almost see it becoming a standard because, you know, people are just fed up with having all these extensive rules and regulations where you're just going to have somebody find all the loopholes, which again, you know, a lot of it's not always intentional. Some of it is intentional, but you know, to have that solid proof and evidence that you caught that fish, you put it on the board there, you measured it and you let it go. You didn't share it with anybody. No, but well, I mean, technically you wouldn't be able to prove that somebody else shared it with you unless, you know, you had somebody who was not in the tournament fishing alongside mm -hmm. you 
that could be the other part of it. See, there's always a way. There is always yeah. a way. Yeah. There <laughs> is always a way. Somebody wants to cheat bad enough, they're going to figure out how to a way that, to do it. That's exactly well, yeah. right. And, and it's it's the same thing in the in the boat world, right? Like, there's numerous ways you could cheat in the boat world. I mean, and you've seen oh, yeah. a lot of that. So it's it's you find the boxes. Just, you, you yeah. see the freaking barrels. It's <laughs> it's not just kayak fishing in yeah. general. So yeah. I mean, we're not trying to single them out. I just want to make that. Heck, it's every sport in existence. Yeah. It is. Yeah. It is. It, it yeah. really is, you know. I mean, th there's going to be no foolproof way to go about it. I mean, yeah, maybe once everybody has their own personal drone following them around, then maybe. But still, you could have your techies, you know, come and, cool. like, try to figure stuff out with it or that type of thing. So, I mean, yeah, it Heck, would be cool. Yeah. <laughs> that could be the future. It would, it would probably have some casting problems with a lot of people casting <laughs> having that. Stuck up on the drone. My I caught my I damn almost, drone again. I almost hit Jay's drone down on Dale Hollow when me, Dustin, and Jay went oh, out. Yeah. On oh, Dale man. Hollow. I was like, Jay's like cast at the drone, and I almost hit it with a chatterbait. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been great. He would have been really mad. But as as Matt was saying, you know, like you know, he's been a judge, and you know, he didn't really have a problem, you know, with you know me judging his fish or anything. But it's because you know he knows like the criteria he knows like what should be on there how a photo should good photo should be taken all that other stuff you know mm -hmm. there's it's not always easy being a judge i'll tell you that straight up you know mm -hmm. like you have some of these new people who are submitting fish and they got the mouth halfway open you know just mm -hmm. like golly you know you're just <laughs> like come on man like i get it a new person heat of the moment they're like oh my god i don't know what i'm doing you know, you try to coach them and everything, but, you know, if there is one thing that, you know, I, I try to do when I am judging, I'll reach out to the angler if I have a question, if I have a concern, if I can't see, you know, something very good. I'd be like, hey, can you send me your version of the photo to me via Facebook Messenger so I can get the actual photo in its purest resolution? Because TurnyX does have, like, the, the downgrading of the pixels and whatnot, just so that I can get... A closer view, a closer look at everything, be like, okay, yep, you know, I that wasn't open, you're good to go, or whatever it may be. I always try to, you know, put the benefit of the doubt, you know, of the angler first, you know, okay, you know, what do I see here? What's going on? Reach out to the angler, try to give them some time to respond if, you know, they aren't responding, or maybe they just have their location services or not location, but like their phone on mute or whatever, then, you know, I just got to do what I got to do. But at the end of the day, you know, when it comes to judging, to me, it's about being fair and consistent, like straight across the board. Like, I don't care who is sitting behind that fish. I am looking at the fish on the board. Is it on the board? Right. Is the mouth closed? Are you touching that tail? Are you covering that tail? Is anything on the fish? Is anything in the fish? You know, all these other different criteria. Then once I get past that, then boom, it's done. So uh, Richard chimed in and he says, uh, I don't think kayak anglers <laughs> are motivated by money. What are you guys' thoughts on that? Not all um, of them. Not all it of depends, them. Yep. Depends, yeah. <laughs> the ones who want to be pro are. Yeah. Yeah. Agree with I that. Agree. It just depends, you know, on what, what is your drive, you know, towards this? What is your goal? You know, are you wanting to make money off of this? Are you just doing it for fun? 
Are you doing it as educational purposes? Are you doing it as, you know, whatever, whatever it may be, you know, that, that question is more of, you know, to each person. Their own. Yeah. Mm -hmm. right. I know when I fish locally, it's cause I want to win some money. <laughs> right. I mean, that's just always an added benefit. You're just like, some hey, of our local trails, that? you know, but Brad, you don't care. hundred, hundred <laughs> anglers, over a hundred anglers. You know, it was crazy. What's that? Said some of that's our local bride, trails, you know, it's over a hundred anglers, you know. Yeah, yeah, Texas has got a big scene. Yeah, yeah. we got quite a few, few uh, local trails there that are really, Texas really cool fish. Yeah. Well, same with Indiana, right? Like, you guys have mm -hmm. had tournaments, 80, 90 anglers, right? Yeah, Michigan, yeah, yeah, Michigan. Yeah, all the White River, man, 90 anglers is nuts. <laughs> it is, it is, it and, and to judge, oof. and there's a lot of. <laughs> There's a lot of water there too, and you mm -hmm. still can't fully spread out sometimes. It's not the anglers. Yeah, I launched with like 15 people when yeah. I did that tournament that one year. Yep. It's crazy. So, I mean, uh, you know, going back to to sponsorships and stuff like that, Dustin touched on that, but I want to get I want to get a, a point of view from from Mr. Gibson. You know, he he's uh, regional director for uh, the Great Lakes region in New Canoe. The region. The you said it, bro, not me. I was trying not to start fights, but like, you know, I was trying to be nice to the other boys and girls out there. But yeah. So I mean, from from your end, right? Because you got to make decisions on you know who to pick up, who to bring on the team. Like, who do you see as a good fit? Like. Give us a couple examples because this this topic always comes up, on our show, right? Give us a couple examples of like things you look for and things yeah. you see where you're like, no fucking way, absolutely not. <laughs> you know what I mean? Where like people are just oblivious to that fact. You know what I yeah. mean? Hell yeah. To that, right. no, no, no. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's there's definitely you know in a, in a, a presence online. Uh, yeah. It's for me personally, it's not one of, you know, it's not probably the top thing. Uh, the top thing to me is, is being uh, somebody that's respected in the, in, in the community, the kayak community. So like if somebody applies, like I'll, I'll reach out to somebody that's, that's the fishes with them and say, you know, and you go back, you look at like, you know, uh, pictures and, and just see, you know, see if they're hanging out with the guys after, after uh after tournaments or or their road warrior or um you know looking looking for traits where they're they're active in the community and they're a good member of the community that that's another extremely important part uh having an online presence is great i'll be the first one to tell you that man my you know my my uh presence on social sucks is pretty low and and, and i know that but in the community here, I, you know, I, I know a lot of people. I, you know, I, I talk kayak fishing with a lot of people. I feel like they're comfortable talking uh, kayak fishing with me. And that's, to me, that's that's a huge and important thing. And then, you know, guys that, you'll see guys that are shop rats. Every time you go to a shop, a kayak shop, they're there. Yeah. Like, those are the dudes you, you look for, too. Yes, for sure. Um, not not just the guys that are uh, hashtagging all the time uh, in a photo that doesn't you know they're out 
they're out at Texas Roadhouse with their girlfriend and hashtag <laughs> whatever. Like, oh man! <laughs> like, <laughs> Catch me outside. How about that? That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Matt Matt Gibson's favorite restaurant, Texas Roadhouse. <laughs> <laughs> it's not bad. <laughs> That's hilarious. I'm but yeah, him I, down here. <laughs> And then, you know, kind of like Dustin pointed out earlier, somebody that's actually had the product, you know, that, that's actually used the product, that you, you've seen them use it, uh, you know, for, for an extended period of time. And you can tell if somebody's genuine or not, and if they yep. genuinely use the product and like the product versus them not. What about the bad things? What are, what are things that you see that you're like, are you freaking kidding me? I mean, you're eating at a restaurant and you hashtag. Got a T-bone hashtag new canoe. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. That's a indentic sponsor right there. Yeah. I mean, oh, road man, that's on. great. Where you at, Willie? You know, come on and sponsor the Fallon Finn Trail. That's right. You go all out. You know, there are certain people that, that have certain uh, uh, stigmas, too, around them. Uh, and ambition. Yeah. Yeah. And then you'll, you'll, you'll talk to somebody, and they'll just flat out tell you, like, man, they're an asshole. Like they're just, they're terrible to be around. Like there are those guys and there are guys uh, that you see at tournaments all the time. They have a bad day and they're just, they're terrible to be around. And that's just, you, you got to leave some of that stuff on the water and, and yeah. just, just, you know, let that go. And, and some guys struggle with that. And I understand it's a passion, but also, you know, somebody that's just, not respected by the community or respect or, respect by your peers is a big part it's yeah, huge, it's, it's huge. i do the same thing for jackson in the south region down here yeah. you know i kind of look around and kind of see what everybody's doing you know i try to pick and choose you know hey we might need some inshore guys and this and that you know you just gotta kind of go with the flow and kind of you know you're around these people in different tournaments and things too so you you know who's respected mm -hmm. who, who who everybody looks up to or or who's asking you know, hey man, would you catch them on? And it's normally the guys are are, are helpful, and you yep. know that's the kind of people you want. You know that are going to share things and and uh, you know, just help it grow. You know, yep, absolutely. Also, also very loyal too. That's yep. one of the that's, yep. one, that's one of the bigger factors is very that loyalty. There's no there's nothing like to have somebody next to your side that's trying to represent help represent the company, and that person is a diehard like nothing something new comes out in another company and i'm just gonna leave you and, and dump you out and go to that one you know what i mean so that's another thing too and i see a lot of that happening a lot yeah yeah, yeah. for sure mm -hmm. so slifka you've been kind of quiet man so <laughs> I, like, I, i've had many conversations with you and 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 you're wanting to take bigger steps into into your whole fishing career so to speak I mean, yep. you're hearing some of this talk, you know, thoughts of pro tour, um, you know, sponsorships, doing the extra things. Like, what is it that you really buckled down on and focused on this year? Because I know you this year you really buckled down, man. You put in a lot of work and, you know, I think you're starting to get a lot of recognition and things like that. So, I mean, for somebody who is maybe you a year ago. And now that you've put in all this work, what kind of, you know, suggestions and things and, you know, uh, advice would you give somebody? 
Um, just to go after it. I mean, I just kind of sat down February, kind of. Well, I I got COVID in last February, and with the two weeks I had off of doing absolutely nothing, not being able to talk to anybody or see anybody, it kind of had me thinking a lot. And I just realized that years before, I would just fish and just fish to kind of have fun. You know, and if I ever wanted to take it seriously and make this a career that I needed to just just buckle down, like you said, and just do the work, you know, and I feel like this year I really stepped it up and just out out every single day almost just fishing, learning, doing everything that I need to. And then I just post a couple of pictures, you know. Part of my day, you're but, doing you know, a really good job at it. Let me tell you, I've, yeah. been, I've been checking out your stuff, you've been doing really well. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, yeah. coming from Nicholas Beltran, bro, you just got like the gold medal. <laughs> no, dude, hey, this no, guy bro, posts no, all the time, bro. right? That's a golden no, seal bro. of approval, right there. If you got a golden <laughs> star today, you are a good boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just, I really like told myself if i'm gonna do this i need to do this like now whether rather than uh wait and then i kind of got blessed with a few things meeting you guys of course meeting brian and Susie and everybody and just going to the right tournament trail at the right time kind of it all kind of fell in place when it needed to sure 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 I dig it. Mr. Hicks, I mean, you're an Instagram like superstar. What do you got? 8,000 followers now or something? <laughs> Brian, he doesn't care. Brian, he doesn't care. That's true. That's, that's true. his nerds. Brian mentioned that stigma. Brian mentioned that stigma earlier, and I'm like, yeah, I'm guilty of that. Everybody knows that I'm the I don't care guy. <laughs> that's funny. But. Well, I mean, you know, pro tour. Let's let's get back to that subject. You know, like define a pro tour. Well, define see, and, that, and and that's just it. To me, me personally, pro tour is you got a set amount of guys, whether that's 80, 100, 150, 200 anglers um, that are committed. In the boat world, you pay your entry fees up front beginning of the year for the whole year. You have to commit to the season. Um, I think the kayak should be that way. I think where the big stigma comes into play, you know, is, you know, kayak fishing and kayak fishing tournaments is geared more towards the blue collared angler, right? Whereas bass boat tournaments, you know, you got to have quite a bit of dough to get into that stuff. Yep. So right now, I think the big stigma is, is you got a lot of guys that like to fish tournaments, whether they're locally or nationally. And it's it's a cheap, affordable way to fish that. But if you want to take it to that next level, you have to up that money. And I remember in 2019, you know, I think originally they were talking like 500 bones a tournament or mm-hmm. something. And then they reduced that to 250 because there was this huge and there were backlash. Still people crying. huge backlash like 250 bucks like i've spent 250 bucks on way worse things way worse things (laughs) same and and uh you know having (laughs) up and and then uh, on the other side of the coin you know those same people that were like oh it's got to be less it's got to be less well now the payouts aren't uh, enough and they're crying about that so where's the happy medium right Mm -hmm. like 
how do you balance that out where do you put it is it a, like dustin said at the beginning of the show is it thousand bucks per tournament five g's 500 bucks like where do you start and where do you make it affordable i mean i will say in 2019 you know i cashed a few checks i think i made somewhere around like two grand in winnings or something and that wasn't even close to covering all my costs for right. travel right. and food and tackle and stuff like that you know what i mean i didn't win any events but i did cash a few checks but you know when you're driving from chicago to kansas over to tennessee and then back to chicago and then a couple weeks later you're going uh, i forget where we went next i think it was uh st Clair, and then madison and then somewhere else i mean that ain't yeah. cheap no, you're better you, you're better off fishing at grassroots i mean exactly you're better, yeah. you're better off coming over to indiana and, and hoping you win three tournaments and that's that's three grand. Yeah, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. that's how it is here. You can drive, you can fish southeast Texas trail here, and then go fish north Texas and northeast Texas and fish events with you know sixty to hundred people, and you're cashing yep. checks more mm-hmm. than a thousand bucks if you win. And there's also <laughs> there's also no real like there's no feeder program for right. f- for a pro level kayak event right. right now. Like there, there just isn't. You know, so if with, my memory with, with the boat with the boat world you know they've got um they got gosh, the open the nations BFLs, all that BFL, mlfs yeah so and you can go be a co-angler in these events when you don't yep, have a boat yep, which is pretty exactly cool. exactly so you know, can, there's all that there in yep. regards in regards to the kbf pro tour if my memory serves me correct and i, I may not be 100 percent accurate on this um i believe what chad said mm-hmm. is if they bring it back next year uh it'll be open to whoever enters and then it'll be top however many anglers from that year will be invited back for the following for the the next mm-hmm. season right. and then it'll be you know you have to uh maintain x amount of place and aoy points and then their trail series would be their feeder up to that so I think that's the big thing that people are hung up on right now is like, how do you establish that? Is it invite mm-hmm. only? Is it, mm-hmm. you know, open to anyone? And then it's it's proving year, year one. And then you go into this feeder system. Mm. You know? yeah. yeah. Well, let's say so- you have 100 <laughs> anglers that they put this list out. And they say it's a $1,000 entry free for seven events throughout the year. Is there going to be a hundred hundred people that are going to put up thousand dollars? You're going to get not without the sponsorships. Yep. Yeah. So it goes back again to you know kind of what Dustin was saying is even with the higher entry fees, you're still not going to have the higher payout. Oh, my God. There's a hurricane rolling through Texas right now. <laughs> Dang, Tori. <tornado>. surprised. <laughs> I just knocked my crap down. <laughs> Dustin was not injured in this. Uh, yeah, it's all experience. good. Like his prop. He's getting a suntan, though, with that light, though. <laughs> he got it right back where it was, too. I'm, I'm <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> anyway all right um, <laughs> but uh yeah anyway so back to you know kind of what this and i kind of talked about earlier though is that even if you have the higher entry fees 
and somewhat some more of some anglers who are entering and participating, you are still not going to get the payouts that people are wanting to be at this pro or elite level. And in order to get that, we got to have these big time sponsors. You know, you watch TV all the time and like, you know, football, baseball or whatever is like, you know, sponsored by Coca-Cola or AT&T. You know, that's where the big money's coming in from, you know. So it's just a matter of, you know, finding this company who's going to, you know, kick off the world of elite kayak fishing you know, I mean, well, it's, it, I think it might be kind of gradual or, you know, maybe just shit out of the blue, you know, somebody might come in and say, yeah, we'll invest in that. You know, I mean, it's just, that, that that's how well, you hit the nail on the head. Talking about TV, I mean, this is bound to happen. Advertisements. You, you gotta have, there's gotta be a way for this to be covered. There's yes. gotta be a boat out there with yes. somebody filming and it's some coming. live coverage. They're, they're, it's coming. Not Dustin. just your phones. Yeah, right. I think we're still a ways out from that. I, I I don't I don't see it with a GoPro right now. Don't do it. Don't, I don't want cross shots all day long. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, come yeah. over, over the shoulder, but you got to have signals got to come into play. Just like yes. that discussion's been on KBN go ongoing right now too. You you'll have to pick and choose your lakes by by cell covers, mm-hmm. unless you have cell phone boosters, which those are about five k. Right. Not everybody's going to have one of them on a kayak. No. I mean, you're gonna it's, it's gonna have to have be big, big money crew. sponsors to come in. To provide that. Yeah, you got to have the set the camera crew separate from everything. Yeah. yeah, that and a televised program. Yep, viewers get the Benjamins. That's right. So I don't want to I don't want to interrupt again, but um, I've had some conversations with some people lately, and I think it's going to happen a lot sooner than you think, Dustin. Yeah, we'll see. It, yeah, it could. You know, nobody <laughs> we'll see, really but... knows. Yeah, nobody really yeah, knows. Like, there's a possibility with the KFL probably maybe trying to do something. I could see that. Yeah, I that's what that, I was going to mention. That was supposed too. to kind of happen yep. this year, but yeah. I don't know. I'm uh, curious everybody's thoughts about the the KFL this yeah, year. Yeah, I don't like it because I work two weekends out of the month and I can't fish. <laughs> Long way. <laughs> you you and a lot of other anglers. <laughs> I'd, I'd like to be on the team, but I, I mean, I work two weekends out of the month. It burn yeah. up on my vacation. Yeah. Wouldn't yeah. be able to fish other tournaments and travel and do something. That's, that's another little. That's another thing that I know that's gonna that's gonna probably hit the fan too. Is is and that's I've noticed that with this whole with this whole trail uh, Florida State trail series was a lot of people had that issue. You know, yes. when scheduling these scheduling these these tournaments, that's another big thing besides judging and trying to take over a whole trail. Is yes. where do we do it? Are they gonna allow us there with yeah. so many people with so many anglers? I mean. Yeah. The cell phone connection—that's another thing that's just de- downright awful right now. It's it's right. it's crazy. It's crazy to do it. But like I said, Dustin, there's going to be a possibility of that happening sooner than you think. Yeah, but is it going to be like a professional? Is it going to be legit? That's well, you got to you got to start you got to start somewhere yeah. though, Dustin. You know what I mean? Like all this stuff didn't just come out of the blue because we're all like now fatuated with this whole get big payouts and stuff like that that's happening i mean it, the ball has to roll somehow you know what i mean that train is steaming right now ready to so i'm telling you it's gonna happen sooner or later i i i'll put my word on it it's well, gonna somebody happen shells sooner. out the money for sale boosters and more power to them but until then i don't see it happening <laughs> yeah. it i mean i think it's possible you know again i mean it's it a, just, there's possibilities yeah, yeah for sure. it just yeah. depends on you know 
marketing and advertising and what companies are going to put the risk and the money into everything, you know, and how, what benefit are they expecting and actually going to get, you know, what about an event that is scheduled? They got a whole full camera crew there and it's like lightning and hailing and everything, you know, what about those types of things? Are there backup dates already scheduled? What about those things? You know, whereas like sports and stuff like that, I mean, most of the time you can kind of get by with like delays and stuff like that, like with NASCAR, you know, whatever that type of thing. But like, you know, in the kayak world, it's just like, well, it only happens on the weekend. This is the date that we schedule it for that we got our permits for. So yeah, we're kind of shit out of luck, you know? So there's a lot of different variables that are definitely, you know, to be to k- taken into yeah. consideration. For sure. Yeah. I mean, you look at MLF, right? Like they live stream all their events, but you got a camera guy in a boat with a yes. cell booster, getting that back to the headquarters and things like that. Um, you know what you can have camera boats following people around for sure but now where do you get the camera boats how do you pay for them like exactly you yeah, know things exactly. like that it's and you, you got to pay the people working those cameras too yep right right right, right. where does that so, come in and yep. a broadcast team so and i'm not out. sure how kayak fishing is going to yeah. appear on the kayak kayak tournament fishing is going to uh, appear uh, watching it live like that either yeah. because you know like bass live you can tell a five pounder mm-hmm. well mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. with kayak fishing what are you gonna do put another camera right over and watch a guy measure it so he can tell you how long it is like i, well, I don't know i don't know how it's gonna translate well, sure you know if they're integrating like you know tourney x or um fishing chaos as you know people are submitting their fish if they're submitting it live there you go mind you yeah that could be the kicker so that might be like a stipulation that they have is well as soon as you catch a fish you have to submit Mm -hmm. it so that we can use it for our broadcast and stuff like that you know which already happening no more sandbaggers baby no more sandbagging And, and yeah. do people care enough to watch? Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. That's, right. that's going to be the whole shebang. Yeah. Because, right? I mean, yeah, you have wolves and fishing. You know, you're on them for a couple of hours and then there's nothing. So, you yep. know, how, how are they going to choose which kayaks to follow? Do they have a certain group of people? You know, do they go as far as, you know, assigning people to certain parts of the lake that they have boats, you know, yep. set at, you know, covered? I mean, that's a bunch of great ideas right there i mean that's the way you get viewers man i got it i got it the way you get the viewers all tournaments have to be on whitewater rivers oh yeah (laughs) and you have to you have to twerk when you're going down (laughs) you gotta floss as soon as you catch a fish yeah i'll be flossing he just caught a smallmouth. He's trying to put it on the board, and he's coming up to the class fours. Can he get it done before he hits the rack? <laughs> That's hard enough to do through class. I'm watching that. I'm watching that all day long. Frankie's got a good comment down there too, and you definitely need a good MC uh, to run yes. it all around. Yes. 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 Hundred percent. I agree. I don't, I don't like the Bassmaster guy. <laughs> That no. was the, the that was kayak. the biggest you know controversy that people mm. had for the very for sure. first Bassmaster yeah, like live on stage, which I can get it because you know coming from the kayak community, everybody had these huge expectations for what they wanted to see and what they wanted to hear from you know being at a bass event, and then it was just kind of like meh, 
And then you're like, wait, what? Really? Yeah. I, I wanted to be hyped up. I wanted yeah. this to be awesome, you know? And it was just kind of meh, <laughs> you know? Yeah, he Richard, kind of talked down yeah. to people, too. Richard had a great comment. He said, it's not all about big business sponsors at rural lakes here in the middle of nowhere. The local chambers of commerce and county government will sponsor events, but you have to show them a great turnout, you know, bringing in tourism dollars and things Mm -hmm. like that. Yeah. Um, Heath Barkley uh, says, uh, do we have to watch it live or could it be done in replay like MLF cup challenges? Not going to be done. That's a a hell of a production cost, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you got a, a lot of hours editing through footage. You know, if yep. you think about yep. it, you got a hundred anglers, eight hours of footage per angler. That's eight hundred hours. Of footage. And then if it's that's a three day event, that's times three. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, we're we're talking too early. I mean, I, I mean, that's just my opinion. I think we're talking too early. I think this is still, you know. As we're debating this now, I think this is these are the debates, these are the sit downs and the talks that we need to have as these sure. big organizations to, to to deal with these things. And I think they are doing them. They're just you know, yeah. COVID hit. All these things mm-hmm. played a big yeah. role with this, you know, kayaks, you know, having issues, you know, selling and stuff. So I mean, uh, and distributing themselves. So it's it's. I don't know. I, I mean, I, I got into I got into kayak fishing. I got into the tournament scene because I just love the com- camaraderie of everybody and, and, and that community. And I think the community speaks more volume than any other. Like just because you have a brand on or some logo on or some other stuff. I think that's what's really attracting to, for instance, uh, I guess it was the MLF that KBF, uh, you know, got in t- contact with. I think that was a, that was a big deal. And I think most of that was. Look, these guys are making some noise. Let's let's jump on let's mm-hmm. let's jump sure. on board with them. You know, sure. it didn't happen, you know, but look how close we got to it. You know what I mean? Sure, 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 sure. I think yeah. it's coming though, man. MLS. It, it definitely is. And especially no, yeah. right now, right? Like you bring up the COVID factor, the outdoors industry as a whole hit a huge boom. Like you know, with the kayak shop I work with, like can't keep a damn boat in stock um they sell all kinds of outdoor equipment cross-country skis don't know when those are coming in shoes hiking boots don't know when those are coming in clothing Mm -hmm. like paddles like accessories like it's just been this downward spiral right because a everything sold out b companies weren't ready for it and c workforces aren't weren't what they could have been to keep up with the demand, demand. yeah, you know, and and that's the thing too, right? Like what does next year look like? That's what a lot of kayak manufacturers, shops, um, you know, outfitters, things like that. They're, they're wondering, you know, is there still going to be the demand that's been there for the past two years now that COVID slowly tapering away, hopefully, um you know things like that and it it's all dependent on on what part of the country you're from you know like where richard's at at eastport i remember when COVID was going on nobody was wearing masks in tennessee 
You know what yeah. I mean? We were up but, there drinking moonshine at the freaking roadside <laughs> barbecue stands, yeah. drinking some damn moonshine out of the out of the same jar <laughs> as the same everybody jar. else. Yeah, <laughs> we boosted hey, our immunities hey, there. That's for our was, antibodies. Hey, that stuff was smooth. <laughs> <laughs> and that barbecue, that barbecue was on point. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah it, it was. was. That was a good time. But and that's it too. Like, look at New York; they were on lockdown. <laughs> Chicago, like. You know, yeah, we're everybody. still oh, messed sense, up. Man. You know, all that's it down. You know, so it, it, you know, that's the thing. Like, uh, especially now, like you got a lot of travel restrictions coming up, where there's there's talk of you have to be vaccinated and you have to do this and you got to do that, and you know, are people going to abide by that? Or are they going to go out on the road, enjoy the outdoors, versus going to Disneyland? You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So. Um, it, it's kind of an interesting time. I think we're in currently in today's day and age. Um, but it's, I mean, me personally, I love seeing the outdoors boom. You know what I mean? Like people getting outside, throwing these things in a, you know, to the wayside and, you know, things like that. I mean, you know, too many people are caught up in technology and don't spend enough time outdoors. And I think, you know, as, as, you know, kayak fishing tournaments evolve, you know, I think we're going to be kind of grouped out, you know, more and more, you know, you're going to have your, your local clubs, you're going to have your grassroots clubs, you're going to have your like regional stuff in a sense, and then you're going to have your like higher elite stuff. You know, I don't think those core things are ever going to go away because I mean, the more and more people that come into this sport you know, they got to start somewhere, you know, some of them might start big and see where they go. You know, other ones are going to be like, Whoa, this is a thing. Like, how do I get involved? You know, they're going to start, you know, at somewhat of the local level and, you know, get immersed into this, you know, huge opportunity of, you know, kayak fishing tournaments, whether it be, you know, local online only, because there's a lot of clubs that just (coughs) nationwide online tournaments too. So like if they don't even want to get around people, they don't have to, Sure, you know, it it just, there is so much opportunity out there. I mean, for good and sometimes for bad, because you can't make up your mind of what you want to do, you know, but I I think we're always going to have, you know, our core groups available to us, which is like what, you know, makes the kayak fishing community as it is, you know, you start off, in your smaller group, you get to know your people as you extend <laughs> through the ranks, if you do, you know, or if you want to, you know, you, you get more exposure, you, you get to know more people, you learn everything. And then, you know, you just decide where you can go from there, if you can go anywhere, you know, I mean, how many people really, truly in the kayak fishing world right now, make or i'd say not really make but try to make their life like just competing in kayak fishing tournaments and try to make money off of it there's what like 10 aren't they starting off with like college um i think that's that's what kbf did i think i might be wrong you guys can correct me if i'm not but i, I think, think they that's what they're, trying they're trying to merge um you know college you know you get you get your whatever mm-hmm. you graduate you graduate whatever and you start getting into the pro or the elite or the yeah. more uh, pro things i think that 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 that's another way to get in mm-hmm. to get in that way so 
I mean, that, that, that right there is encouraging for, 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 for people to be like, okay, well, listen, this is what I want to do with my career. This is what I want to do with my education, I guess, or scholarships and stuff to get involved and get in a higher, you know. So, I mean, that can be a possibility. I'm, yeah, because doesn't Trini X have a scholarship of some sort? Mm -hmm. I believe they're in the works for that, but I, Are again, they in the I, works? Because I, I thought, yeah, I thought there was something of some sort that they had in the works. Um, and if they do that, I mean... There's right. going to be a lot of young kids out there who uh, enjoy kayak fishing. That's been, I mean, being brought up now in kayak fishing. They're going to be wanting to get in that, to get that platform going, you know? So yes. well, I, you're, yeah, there's already some high school tours. Yeah. Going on, oh, yeah. There you go. I was there you go. Say that, yeah. Down South, I or think uh, Georgia, Georgia, Georgia right now has got a big Urban, high school uh, Arban, thing. Or Arban, something like that. There's a bunch of them already, already yeah. now. But um, that's a great way to do it too. Mm -hmm. yeah. And that's, that's, a, a, that's they, an encouragement. Maybe the kayak community doesn't want a pro level, and that's fine too. <laughs> that's keep it grassroots. Well, we'll go around. We're we're a little over an hour right now, so we'll we'll do uh, final thoughts, and I'll wrap it up at the end. We'll start with Mister Hicks, go to Dustin, then Gibson, then Susie, then Slifka, and uh, down to Nicholas. Um. Yeah, man. Uh, good time with you guys. That's it. <laughs> I don't care. That, that was like a that was a J, that was a Jay Randall. Dude, I, I don't know. I don't. I don't know what to say when we're talking tournaments. So I'm just like, all right, I'll listen. That's it. You should have just said River. I'm <laughs> here, I got, here. I got it. I got it. I got it. Let's go, Brandon. <laughs> Dustin. <laughs> oh jeez! Oh jeez! That was a great podcast. Oh, we're not worthy. Like, uh, party on, Wayne! <laughs> you, you, you look like that. Uh, party on, guy. Bassmaster Matt Robertson. Wayne's world, Wayne's world, world totally Well, this ending just took a turn. <laughs> jeez. Oh, All, right, man. Yeah. All right, I'm back to normal. Uh, Final thoughts, my friend. Final thoughts. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, good times tonight. Enjoyed being on After Hours. It's been a while since I jumped on one of these. So, uh, just been chugging along with uh, Chasing the Tide. Everybody remember to tune in and listen to that. Got a new segment coming out Sunday. <clears throat> um, but yeah, Pro Tour kayak tournaments. You know, I think it's uh, it's gonna happen. I'll see it in the future sometime. Maybe not the next six months, but year, maybe a little <laughs> further out. But I can see right. it happening. Let's do it. Gibson. Yeah, it was a good time talking to you guys as always. And uh, you know, it was good talking to Nicholas and you guys down there. Um, yeah, like I said, you know, if the kayak community wants it, you know, they'll find somebody to uh to support it. And Pro Tour, I think, is probably going to be around I, you know i'm kind of like dustin i don't know if it's if it's going to be this year next year or 10 years from now but hopefully it happens uh and yeah just get out there and, and have fun kayak fishing that's, <clears throat> that's what it's all about at the end of the day anyways so Susie. oh man uh-oh yeah. we're in for it <laughs> bring it on Susie. bring it on it's you know it's always still fascinating at the end of the day to see you know where kayak fishing started where it's come along 
and the aspect of where it could go to. You know, it, it, it comes down, you know, to a lot of like personal preference, you know, what you want as an angler yourself, what you want for your community. You know, if you don't want a pro series, you don't have to participate. You know, you don't have to get involved. You know, the thing is, is once a pro series does come along, if it does, that doesn't mean that like your local trails and your grassroots stuff is going to go away. That's always going to be there because you're always going to have those people who, you know, can't afford to go pro, who don't want to go pro and, you know, just want to go out and have a good time with a bunch of people, try to catch some fish and maybe win some money along the way, That's you me. know, <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, at, at the end of the day, you know, what's, what's it really, you know, worth to you, you know, and what's, you know, good for the community as a whole and for everybody as a whole, you know, there's, there's always going to be pros and cons to everything, but, uh, you know, most important thing is, is just, you know, do what you guys love. You know, if yeah. you just want to go out and just catch some fish and be like, Hey, yeah, I caught some fish, baby. Go for it. If you're going to, you know, if you want to go out and compete in a trail and kick everybody's ass, Hey, <laughs> more power to you. There are people who can do that. And I wish I could, <laughs> you know, yeah. That's all um, well, first, I love being on here with everybody. I appreciate the conversations and everything. You and still then, owe us each 20 bucks for allowing you to come out. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take a Texas Roadhouse gift card. <laughs> that loaded sweet potato, yeah. man. Oh, yeah. I just better not put eggs on my salad. <laughs> <laughs> oh man okay kind of like what i was saying earlier you know i i feel like we need a pro tour even if you don't plan on fishing a pro tour or ever have dreams of fishing a pro tour it's still going to help out in some way or somehow in people's uh, fishing careers as far as kayak fishing goes you know it, it brings more spotlight to the sport which brings more money to it and it'll bring more money to the grassroots also yeah and put more people interested in it so i'm pro pro tour pro pro tour pro plus baby mr beltran oh man anyway guys i, I enjoyed uh being on i know it was random for me to pop up here but i just thought you know you guys you guys are always talking about some good topics and good i think what we need and i've told brian this and i think i've said in other podcasts is we need more podcasts i think Podcasts have done an incredible thing on trying to shine that light, give everybody an idea of what we're what we're thinking and what we're trying to pursue. Um, I also I also want to say something about the pro tour. I mean that is going to happen. Yeah. I mean I don't want to sound as confident as I probably am sounding right now, but I've I've look I've only been doing this for three years. And I never thought in my life that I would ever been been able to be as welcome. <laughs> <laughs> is that John? That's John. John the, po the Podfather. That's the Podfather. <laughs> anyway, listen. I don't want. I don't want to go on that long. Just, uh, I appreciate just being on. You know, I, if you need, a, if you guys need any help, I think that's one of the best things that this community has off to offer is that everybody's willing to help. And if we do that, Pro Tour is coming. Okay, Amen so what's gonna happen? Bingo was his name. Oh. <laughs> I, I'll leave it with this. Um, you know, it, 
kayak fishing as a whole is 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 in an interesting time um you know i'm all for the pro tour don't get me wrong i fished it when it was there before i think the biggest issue we have right now is uh a lot of people are voicing their opinions in the wrong ways in the community and it's bringing negative spotlight onto our sport amen we need to have more of these conversations if you don't like something just shut the hell up and fish you know like you don't need to or run try to help the situation you exactly. Know I mean? right. Exactly. Find There's a, a w- positive way to go I mean, about it. Exactly. Of- if, you, if you have some different point of view, let us know and let us see what we can do to compromise on it. Because that's that's a healthy relationship on yes. all terms. Is to exactly. To- uh, I like agree with that. That that's I think that's the biggest thing right now is a lot of people want to uh, point the finger mm-hmm. and say what's wrong, but at the same time they have no suggestions to improve or fix situations or new ideas. I mean, you know, it's, it's not just kayak fishing. It's everything right now, you know, like everything's evolving. Life is ever changing. And if you're not coming up with new and relevant ideas and continuing growth and, and uh, advancing these things, you're never going to go anywhere. You're going to be stuck in the past. So, uh, you know, just just be kind to your fellow anglers. Get out there, fish, be a positive influence in the community and, uh, you know, try to make it better, whether it's at your grassroots level or you're reaching for the clouds like Mr. Slifka and want to be, you know, the next uh, um, Babe Winkleman. I don't know. <laughs> so, I, was, I was trying to think of like some big bass guy and I drew a blank. Kevin Van Dam. KV. Kevin Van Dam. I mean, there you go. Yeah. Drew a blank. Or the three legends. I mean, come on. Yeah. Drew a blank. Sorry, guys. Sorry, guys. So, uh, we'll be back next week. Um, we're, I'm, I'm really loving this format. I hope everybody out there listening is too, yep. whether you're watching on the lives or the podcast. I know we've had a lot of great feedback and I haven't really had a chance to talk to Mr. Randall about like what we've been doing here while he's been uh, absent. I mean, we've kind of discussed it. So I think we're going to keep it rolling, man. I, I love I these like open it. discussions. Cool. You know, every week there's always a hot topic that, uh, you know, is floating around the community. You know, should we do this? Should we do that? Like things like that. I think this is a a really positive way. We all go about it the same way. Nobody's gotten in uh, Internet fistfights yet. So, uh, you know, I (laughs) think we're we're doing something cool. So (laughs) and I like talking to multiple people. Uh, It's always a good time. Mr. Gibson, thanks for uh, taking time out to join us tonight. Beltran, thanks for jumping in last minute. Uh, glad you could join us. Uh, you other four, I mean. <laughs> yeah. Enough said. Enough I'm just said. kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> in, the, in the famous words of Brad Hicks, I don't care. But uh, <laughs> no, I appreciate you guys jumping on. Uh, it, it's always good talking with you guys. And uh, thanks, everybody who tuned in, had some valuable input. Throughout the show, if you guys came in late, you can always listen on the podcast platforms or go back and rewatch on Facebook or YouTube. Uh, we'll get a couple uh, standing guests for next week as well. So 
As always, we'll catch you next Thursday, 7 Central, 8 Eastern, 5 o'clock on the West Coast. Till next time, boys and girls. Tight line, smooth paddle. Peace.